Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. I'm in a position now where, you know, getting the shot, and I've been having a lot of time to travel for business, working out constantly, and just working on the person that I am. It's, Cam, do you still want to play football? You know, is it still there? Man, good luck. Da, 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 da. It's two things with that. Number one, hell yeah, I want to still play football. I still get that urge to, you know, go out and perform and do something that I've been doing since I was seven years old. But long story short, man, I'm just waiting on the right opportunity. You're probably asking yourself, don't nobody want Cam. That's a lie. I've been getting offers. But the, real, the realization of it is it has to be right. Scared of what? What we scared of? What we scared of? You, you, you okay? You mad then? You mad? No, I'm not mad. I'm not, not mad. Oh, I'm not mad. No, 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 well, I'm not well, mad. Well, you, well, you something. You something. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised. Oh, surprised. That's the word. I thought you'd oh, get there. The, surprise. Oh, 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 yes, surprised. Yes, I'm surprised. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yes. See, I, you know, it, oh, I oh, shouldn't you're not? be surprised. I, well, no, I, I'm, oh, I, I'm not surprised. It's November. But I shouldn't be surprised by you. Because I should have known that you would find a way. Because the only way you could be surprised is if you're hating on this right now. That's why I ask you if you're mad. That's why Mike, I ask you if you're it's scared. Week ni- it's week nine, dude. It's week nine. The football season is in, in motion. It ain't about to start. Football season. Has, we, we joined the show. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. We joined this no, show said, already in progress. Right. Meaning. So, okay. Meaning. Meaning. Meaning that. Uh, I thought we were going to go the entire season without hearing or, or seeing Cam Newton on a, on a football well, field. Well, you thought wrong. So, yeah, well, I'm you surprised. Thought wrong, didn't you? you Obviously. Wrong, didn't you? But don't tell me. Yeah. Don't tell. Oh, hey, it's just, it's go. When did you think it was going to happen? This week? I didn't know. Last when. week? Hey, okay, he right. So you're surprised too. Him. He may not come when you <laughs> want him, but he's always on time. See, okay. no, no, you ain't about to ruin this for me. No, no, okay. you ain't about I ain't to ruin, to ruin this it. for me because I'm, I'm just trying to get some waiting facts for today. You. I'll, I'll, I'll give you some, some facts. facts. I'll give you some facts. The facts of the facts. case, the facts of the case are these. Okay, yeah. I had to sit and I had to take it when Mac Jones took the job from Cam Newton for a variety of reasons, and then Cam Newton 
went away. And I had to sit and I had to watch that silly grin of yours. Every time you want to stick, so you want to needle me and make some joke about, oh, Cam, where's Cam? Cam's out the league. Cam better get his career in media ready. Cam, you know what? We should give Cam a TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what Cam got? Cam got a one-year right. deal or for the rest of the year worth up to $10 million and $4.5 million guaranteed. And here's Michael Smith's guarantee. Cam about to ball out. Cam about to ball out. See, I wasn't wrong, Michael. I was early. I was just early, okay? Because when you're ahead of the game, you look lost. Because, see, I thought when, it, when the Patriots signed him before last season, I told you he was oh, the most man. interesting player in the league because, and like a lot of people, how could the rest of the league get Cam Newton? Well, for a number of reasons, whether it's COVID, whether it's a lack of a supporting cast, it didn't work out that way in 2020. Fast forward to 2021. You know how much I believe that Cam was due for a bounce back and that he was going to he was going to show out this season in New England, having already won people over from a personality and reputation standpoint. But Michael, you turned okay. out to be right. Mac Jones right. outperformed him and yes. opened the door by not being vaccinated and having a snafu with the testing situation. Okay. Right, and then right. had to sit and wait and wait patiently. And now here we are with the Panthers sitting at four and five. What better four story could five. there be than four, than and, four five, and five? Four, bro, that's and us. Five. four and five. That's us. That's us. Four and five. That's not good. Okay? They what started off three story? and oh, oh. They were three okay. and oh. <laughs> that's okay. Because what better uh, storyline could there be than it's a great story. Superman uh, coming to the oh, rescue. I love a good story. This team oh, I love a good story. I'm with you too. With oh, DJ it. Moore and Robbie Anderson finally freed from Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey back and that defense, this team about to go on a run and Cam Newton is about to shut haters like you up back where it all. Oh, you, you no, no, no. Cause see, no, no, no. Cause we got a new segment. We got a new segment, Michael. We we got a new segment. I'm debuting a new segment on this show. The new segment on this show is called Won't He Do It. The first iteration of Won't He Do It. Was was regarded uh Razul Douglas, who got cut yeah. from Green Bay or cut from yeah. Arizona to land with Green Bay and win the game with interception. Interception. And today's interception. episode Great. of Won't He Do It is Cam. Won't he do it? Because what because what you, Michael Holly, what you meant for evil, God meant for my good. And here Great. is Cam Newton going home to Carolina. With a four and five to ride to the rescue and show people like you that he is far from done. And that whole situation with New England, it had to happen that way for him to end up here. This is why his ways are turn not ahead, our turn. ways. This is why his thoughts are not our thoughts. Because we could Go not ahead. have conceived of a scenario. Go ahead, Isaiah. Conceive of ahead. a scenario of Cam Newton, the prodigal Woo. son, returning home Woo. to Carolina to rescue Man, the Panthers. You're jumping season. all over. You jump it all over okay. Hey, we I have, don't know, I don't know who need to hear this. I don't know who need to hear this. Turn, <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, won't he do it? Turn to your neighbor and say, won't he do it? Cam was lost in the wilderness of unemployment. He was lost. And now oh, a yeah, table has been, has been set before him in the presence of his enemies like Michael Oh, Holly. my goodness. Oh, let, oh, Wait, oh, oh, I don't know what. Oh, I can't we preach today. I can't the preach reference, today. The reference, the reference is yes, we had Michael Smith. Yes, Michael Smith hit us with some Isaiah. He hit us with Luke and Psalm 23. I appreciate yes, you. I appreciate indeed. you. Woo, and, yes, indeed. And, and I like that one. Now, the doors of the church that, are open. 
Do but, doors of the church are open. Now is the time. Now is the day of salvation. But Michael Holly, you need to get yourself right. You need to get I yourself need to get right. Because you've been hating on That's, this man for a long facts. time, telling me he was washed up, and facts. now he's back and better than ever. Back in Carolina, Sam Darnold injury opened the door, and here comes Cam Newton. Wow, what a story! Look at God. That's all I got all to right. say to you. Take your Even. time. Take your time, <laughs> preacher. Take your time. You're preaching good. Now, only a couple things. A couple things I got to quibble with in your sermon. A couple things. First of all, I'm not turning to my neighbor because I'm not sure my neighbor's vaccinated. Although Cam said he got vaccinated. So, okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, that's, that's one. Um, the other thing is, you said you're not surprised by this. If I didn't surprise you by that, if that didn't surprise you, I got to find a way to surprise you today. I'm going to find a way to surprise you to open your eyes because now you're just too cool for school. Michael Smith saw it coming the entire time. That's why I got a little. I got a call. Wait, saw a what little, coming? Oh, we're in church. Wait, we're in church. Coming, so I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't say. I, I, I'm going to call BS. What, what, I'm wait, going to what, say. What did I see coming? What did I see coming? Cam Newton I didn't returning see to football. Oh, when you yeah, football I know in 2021. Eventually, yeah, eventually. But not this season, you, right? You didn't think he'd be back yeah, this season? Yeah, this season. Yes, this yes. At some point, we hadn't talked about it. We hadn't argued about it just out of out yeah. of the blue. But at some yes, an opportunity had to present present itself. Somebody, whether it was Washington and Ron Rivera, I didn't see Carolina again. I'm not that kind of a poet to be able That's to awesome. written this story. It's awesome. But it really. Yeah, I, bottom line, Mike, is you thought his seriously. career was over, Michael. You I thought his done. career was done. over. I I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe and that. I'm glad I'm glad it's not now look from a storytelling standpoint. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> see, see. Right. Okay. What is it with Cam? <laughs> what is it with you and Cam? What did Cam do to you? I knew that was, I like Cam. I need I you to Cam. repent today. I, I need you to repent. I love Which him needs to change your mind. I need you to repent Cam? today, Michael. There it is. Yes. Cam is my brother. Cam is a brother. All right. So here it is. Um, it's great for him to return to that franchise. He's the best quarterback in that franchise's history, in, that, in, in their brief history. Uh, uh, the only MVP, I think, in their history, I think, if, unless I'm missing oh, yeah. somebody. Yeah. And yeah. so for him to go back, for him to go back to the, the team that cut him and the regime that cut him. I mean, Tepper had just started uh, as the owner, Matt Rule had just started. Uh, as a head coach, they moved on from Cam Newton and now to bring him back because they need him. But okay, so that's a good story. I, li I like that. Just uh, you know, full circle. I'm trying to figure out what you're seeing because you said you you're you're a far you're so far ahead of everybody. You look like you're lost when, when you get that far ahead. <laughs> so tell me, tell me what's on the road ahead. That sounds so obnoxious. I don't. You said. <laughs> I'm gonna stop saying that. <laughs> Right, right, right. That sounds so right. obnoxious when you repeat it back to word. me. <laughs> I just, I'm just, oh, I'm just, right. it's right here in my oh, notes. Sorry. It's right here in my <laughs> sermon notes. <laughs> <laughs> sermon notes. Said, okay, he said this. So far ahead. <laughs> that I mean, I hey, what can lost. I say? What can I so say? What's, what's, on the, what's on the schedule? Because may, is there an alternate schedule that I haven't seen? Is there an alternate division uh, besides the NFC South? That the Carolina Panthers are now a part of because I see the Buccaneers up there. I see the, I see mm -hmm. the Saints in front of them. Falcons uh, are fine. I'm just wondering. Out loud. 
the Falcons. The Falcons are, have a better record than they do. Uh, they just score six points. Some score six points. They're struggling to score. What do you see? What, where's this run coming? Like how? It's not about what I see. When? Michael. Where? It's not about who? What I see. For who? For what? Michael, I'm glad you. I'm glad you asked that question, Michael. It's not about what I see because, as you know, my brother, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence <laughs> of things not seen. Okay, and all you need is faith that's the size of a grain of a mustard, mustard seed. seed. <laughs> to move mountains, Michael. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to speak oh, to your goodness. heart. I'm oh, trying to speak goodness. to your heart today. Okay, I have no earthly idea whether Cam Newton is any good anymore. Okay, what okay. I do know is right. that before he caught COVID, he looked really good in New England, all things considered. And this was with the same supporting cast or lack thereof that many, including yourself have lamented on behalf of 2019 Tom Brady. Okay, right. So the same right, support. Right. That's right. This like, is correct. 2020 was a funky year for everybody, but nowhere more so than in New England. All right. I still maintain that they just started the season with him. Okay, I have a hard time believing and you can correct me because as, as, a, as a as a reporter colleague of ours is fond of saying and this applies to you, Michael. The difference between me and you is you think I know. Okay, so if you yeah. know that it was inevitable hey, <laughs> that Matt that Jones sound, was going to start that doesn't sound obnoxious either. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but I'm saying this. That's you though. That's you in this instance. That's you because I'm not taking away from you that you it, you turned out to be right about Mac Jones and Mac Jones started the opener just like you said he would and the Patriots are sitting at five and four. All right. All all's good. But the way that ended it just never sat right with me in my spirit. Now I knew that wasn't it for Cam Newton. And now the league man, listen, this this much I know we could agree on. It's just better that he's back in the league. You could you want to put him out the pasture, you want to put him in our business. It's better that he's back in the, in the league. His R, you know, his R, his Rick James R is now back in pro football, specifically back in Carolina. And it's it's exciting. I mean, look, man, I, you, I've been I've been wrong before. I've been wrong about this franchise for crying out loud. You know how much I was I was breaking my arm, patting myself on the back about Sam Darnold when they were three and zero against playing nobody, right. right? But Sam Darnold has completely fallen off. They were about to roll out, no disrespect, PJ Walker. They had just signed Matt Barkley, and here comes Cam Newton. You're not going to tell me this isn't perfect timing, or more specifically, yeah, well, God's it's timing, almost brother. Perfect. It is God's timing. It's brother. almost perfect. It's almost perfect. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm telling you what it would have made it a little more perfect and just more compelling. Great drama. Who the Panthers just played? The Panthers just played the Patriots on Sunday. Oh, if yeah, they could yeah. have backed this up a little bit, but then again, if they had signed Cam Newton last week, he would have been on the bench because they would have gone with Sam Darnold over Cam. But I would, I would love to see a, a Panthers Patriots game. All right, now here we go. Here's the schedule, and. Uh, that don't mean nothing in this league. Not, that don't mean nothing in this league. It would have been great if, okay, if right. they could play this week. But that don't mean nothing in this league. Not after the weekend we just saw. What does that even mean? Two Here's of the next, what does that mean? Two of the next two of the next three games are winnable. They can get themselves together in a bye. Take on a good Falcons team. Good, not great, good. And then their schedule down the stretch is brutal. <laughs> I mean, it is. Their last it four is. their last four games are uh that that looks like not only does that look like four losses, 
That looks like four like beatdowns. Four beatdowns in a well, row. No, it looked, it like, looked like four beatdowns those... when they were starting Sam Darnold. It don't look it, now. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the, the, the Panthers look a lot better today. They look a lot better at 316 Eastern. 316. Look at that. 316. Look a lot better at 316 Eastern. Oh, I'm, 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 okay. Oh, then they did yeah. this morning when Cam was just visiting and then signed. So they're better. He's back in the league. He gets to wait for it, resurrect his career in the place where it all started. You, I'm not, you're not going to steal my joy today. You're not going to steal my joy today. You ain't stealing my joy. Let's go to break. You ain't yeah. stealing my joy. You ain't stealing my joy, right. brother. Let, right. Hey, this is this. this. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for it. Waiting for this. You day. deserve it. I've been you, waiting you for this. You deserve it. This wasn't done. Is this is the day that the Lord has made? Cam, you Newton will rejoice. Such a Cam Newton was called for such a time as this. Cam Newton was called for such a time as this. You to know, rescue you may this, have had, to speak to the dry bones that is the four I, and five Carolina Panthers. Okay, you may have had about twenty-two biblical references in the first twenty Amen. minutes. I ain't preaching grandson like, for nothing. You know what you did? It's like it's kind of like Kevin Durant scoring his like thirty points in twenty-nine minutes or something like that. Whatever he did last night, a point a minute. It's amazing. It's a good job. I knew I would. I knew I'm I would get you. I'm inspired. Now, if I could just get you to start tithing, we'd be good. Okay. Can I get Can I get a verse on that too? <laughs> would a man rob God? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the '70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips. And a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Going against Bill Belichick, this is, you know, somebody who I have much respect for. I uh, probably talked to him before and after the game. You know, he tells me the same thing every time. He's like, I'm, I hope you enjoy today because it's not going to be much for you. you know? and, <laughs> and that's what he's told me, and that's what he does every single time. It's just tough. Um, he's going to coach it up, and, and they're going to be ready and prepared. All right, so that was uh, Odell Beckham from a couple of years ago um, on potentially uh, his next head coach. In, uh, in Bill Belichick. Um, you talk about timing and storylines. Would have been great if you decided with the Patriots in time to play the Browns this coming weekend. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but um, so the latest, here's the latest when it comes to Odell Beckham, uh, in case you missed it. Uh, now, a signing is not imminent. Uh, first, it went from he's going to take a couple of days to the latest report that I've seen, Michael, uh, is that he's not going to make a decision until after Sunday's games. And that bothers me and worries me and concerns me for a couple of reasons. Um, why? 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 Why are you? Why are you bothered by that, man? You know, he's just trying to clear his head and make a good decision, right? Just trying to make a good decision. Don't want to be emotional. Don't want to be impulsive. You know, all the things or some of the things that his critics have accused him of. So he's going the opposite direction. We want him to be fast. He's like, no, no, I'm going to be patient. 
discipline, take my time, make sure I wind up in the best situation. And oh, by the way, not to be too cynical, Mike, uh, but I got seven, eight teams competing for me. That's seven or eight payrolls. That's the opportunity. All you need is one to create a market. I got a market. So let me see if I can get the, uh, the best situation paired with the best salary. I got leverage. I'm going to use it. And who knows what kind of injuries could happen after this weekend's games that could open up other possibilities. Um, the Ravens play tonight. Maybe they reevaluate things after they beat the brakes off the Dolphins. But we go. Here's why. Here's why it concerns me. A um, couple of reasons. <clears throat> it's been a long time since either you uh, or I uh, broke up with anybody. But as they That's say. Right. You know, I've never broken you, up with anybody. You, okay. I've always been done. Oh, we're always well either, either always. way. Well, I'm sure I'm sure those like people can constantly. tell you. I'm sure those ladies can tell you that yeah. before they did it, they were thinking about it for a long time. So as we mm. know with Odell Beckham long yeah. before last week, he was asking to get out of Cleveland. He wanted out of Cleveland. Uh, last week, Took a while for them to figure out the contract situation. Uh, they eventually got there and he got his release, which gave him plenty of time to survey the landscape and figure out what he wanted to do. Not to mention the right agent, a good agent, already has all the information necessary when it comes to making a decision. Again, a decision that did not catch him off guard. It's not like they called him in one day and said, hey, bring your playbook. Like this didn't catch anybody off guard. And so what concerns me is that I wonder what the source of these reports or who, what or who is the source of these reports about interest from Kansas City, Green Bay, New Orleans, New England. I know, you know, Pete Carroll said, we'll see when it came to claiming him on waivers and, and the Seahawks did not. So I wonder if there's as much of a market for him right now as we have been led to believe through media reports. That's one oh, and two. Okay. All right. I like and it. Two, well, I like I'm, just, I'm just spit. I'm spitballing I, and two, no, but it's good. It's good Two part two is and this this goes back to the back and forth. We've been having pretty much daily now since since the stuff first hit the fan in Cleveland with him is well, what does he really want? Because in my mind, enough of your prime has been wasted in Cleveland and particularly this year. Yeah. There's enough time enough for your enough of your time has been wasted messing around with Cleveland's offense and Baker Mayfield and whatever the situation is to where it's like if I'm Odell Beckham. Yeah, I get trying to make the right decision and measure measure. What is it measure 12 times and cut once whatever the saying is yeah. like I'm I'm good with that to an extent, but I'm ready to get back out there and play football and I'm ready to get back out there and play football with a great proven organization with a top-notch quarterback. And so in other words, if the Chiefs interest is real, should have been in Kansas City yesterday. If the Packers interest is real, and they've really offered you a minimum salary contract and you want to play with Aaron Rodgers opposite Devontae Adams should have been in Green Bay yesterday. If the Saints interest is real 
and you're okay with playing with Trevor Simeon, but being the number one receiver down there, you should have been in New Orleans back home yesterday. So I guess my point is, it's like, what are you waiting on when the city, you should have already known what was available to you. You should have already known what you wanted. And somebody told me a long time ago, Michael, there's no such thing as a wrong decision. You make a decision and you make it right. So I'm just like, what's the holdup? Is, really, is it really about drawing up some kind of bidding war? It's like, huh? okay. I guess if that's what you want to do, but that, that well, would disappoint me. I want to see this man play football ASAP. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. And I do too. But think about it this way too. I, and, and I just this just came to me. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if this is how Odell Beckham Jr. Is thinking now. We always know that great athletes. Great athletes say something to the effect. You've heard it a hundred times. I chose to or I choose to or I chose to bet on myself, right? Yep. So hey, I, 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 I know me, you know, I'm my toughest critic. I know my body better than anybody. I know my skills better than anybody. So I'm going to bet on myself and I feel like that'll put me in the best position. And that makes a lot of sense. You're talking about some of the most supremely confident people in North America, professional athletes, you know, it's, uh, all the discipline and training and sacrifices uh, sacrifices it takes to get to that level. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're on the next they're, they're up there. But a bet, what does a bet suggest? A bet suggests that you could win it and you can also lose it. So this is why if I'm Odell Beckham Jr., I'm taking my time because if he puts himself, Mike, Mike, if he puts himself in the best situation, let's say he goes to Kansas City, a team that has been in the what? Last three AFC championship games. Been in the last three AFC championship games. Uh, they've got a... Uh, uh, Super Bowl winning head coach who's a play caller Eric Bieniemy, uh, offensive coordinator Patrick Mahomes all this stuff if you get in that great situation and it doesn't work. Okay now 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 what does that mean? It's almost scary. It's it's scary to face what what your reality is if it doesn't work. I think we've all looked at the scenarios where Odell Beckham Jr. goes to a great situation and he takes off he takes flight and he's great and he's the old Odell and isn't New York stupid and isn't Cleveland stupid. They moved on from this guy, one of the great entertainers and wide receivers in a, lot, in a generation. But if it doesn't work, mm, now what? That's scary, isn't it? So it's, it's, he's, at a, he's, at, he's at a crossroads. He really is at a crossroads. He's free from Cleveland, but he's not out of the woods yet. He still has but, a big decision to make. It's a big decision that but will that's determine the reality. his future. But that's the reality after Sunday. But that's the reality after Sunday. It's the reality now. It's the reality after Sunday. It's the reality next week. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's like okay, so maybe he'll get. Maybe it's not about him gaining more information on Sunday. Maybe it's about seeing if other opportunities open up after Sunday's action. But to take a few more days to figure out something that, again, this is maybe it's just me, something that I would have long had figured out. Like if I wanted, if I want out of a place, I'm not thinking now. I'm not thinking then. What am I going to do? If I want out of a place, I'm thinking long before they let me go, or long before I depart, what my next move is. That's the definition of thinking two moves ahead. It's no different in, yeah. in any in any line right. of work in any job. Okay, like not, I'm not sitting up here assuming that NBC Sports and Peacock is going to keep me forever. I'd be a damn fool. 
Why not? Because that's, that's when you get caught off guard and then they say well, your services what? are no longer required. Well, whoa, I've lived whoa, it. whoa, 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 what? Because <laughs> I've lived it. I'm what? just saying, like, he already knew he wanted out of Cleveland. What is, there to, what is there to consider now? What is there to contemplate now unless the market isn't what we are being led to believe it is or what he thought it would be? That's my concern for him. And to a lesser extent, I, again, not to be repetitive, but I am concerned that you may be right, that it's not as simple as going to a winning organization and being part of a, of a playoff team or potential Super Bowl team is that he wants the circumstances to be just so where he gets the most targets. I, I hope that's not what the holdup is, that somebody hasn't rolled out the red carpet or thrown a bunch of rose petals on his at his feet, and now the situation isn't screaming, hey, this is the perfect place for me, and now he's getting cold feet. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like I need to see this yeah. dude playing football ASAP. We've seen him get enough cardio this year in Cleveland. We have seen him be misused <laughs> in That's Cleveland. That's well said. We've seen, we've seen the frustration. We've seen them send them home. You already had a vacation. They excused you from practice. They excused you from practice. It, was, it got so bad at the end, they sent you home until they could figure out how they were going to release you or waive you. And we still waiting? Nah, man. Come on, huh? Let's mm. get Come on. Let's go. Hey, Cam Newton got a new team. Come on, man. Let's go. Let's go. Like, what are we waiting on? What are we waiting on? Let's get out. Let's get this off. Let's get this show back on the road. Odell. Team Odell. Pick a team. Ain't that hard. It's the yeah. same teams in the league that were there before. Same same situation as we saw before. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed but your change. Let's go to break. Unless you got anything else. You got anything yeah, else? Yeah, let's do it. We can go to no, break. no, let's, let's, let's right. go to break. Let's go to break, man. Let's All go right. to break. Let's, let's, let's figure out this situation. Why wait? What are we waiting on? You know oh. what I'm saying? I can't believe it. I still can't believe it. Did, I'm I, did, still... I, throw, did I throw you off about the about yeah, the, I, don't, I don't assume anything? I don't assume anything. Hey man, somebody told me well, once upon a time, if you're always talent, you can always be replaced. Which is why, you know, I'm on some other stuff these days. So I don't uh, assume anything. So I'm always thinking two steps ahead. Odell Beckham should have been no, thinking no. two steps ahead. No, 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 you didn't throw me off with that. You threw me off with Oh. I still can't believe Cam the, the Cam stuff. The Cam. I mean like Oh. <laughs> Cause you just thought you just knew he was done. You just knew he was done. I, you knew he was done. Wow. It was like it's the combination of Cam and your sermon. <laughs> it's making me <laughs> rethink my life. I'm you rethinking know, about I'm rethinking my decision. You know what? I appreciate that. That's what you want. You want somebody coming up to you after church saying, Pastor, that was a heck of a sermon. But just don't go back to sinning on Monday. That's all I ask. Yeah. Say, hey, Pastor, that was for me. That was for me. <laughs> Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. All 
I never thought I went Grammy Awards with the roots. I never thought I would be getting long in the tooth. My OG told me, boy, you better go and live your truth. I am a walking affirmation. That imagination and focus and patience get you closer to your aspiration. And just because they give you shit don't mean you have to take it. My words capture greatness. Sworn affidavits. Yours truly, the celestial being you stay. Seeing pulling up in the fresh European. High stepping out of it. Dressed to a T and not another got more soul. Less you Korean. I've been having visions and that turner holding his master's head like Yurik and Horatio and Hamlet smacking it like a tennis racket underhanded send a message through the gram the eagle has landed yeah yeah <laughs> that's what I'm look at that hey hey there he is the one and only the e hey like Michael Smith <laughs> Michael Smith had to get up. Uh, the one and only Tariq Trotter, hey, also known as man. Black Thought. Hey, hey who, who, who's colder? Y'all ain't right hey, Who's colder? Hey, hey, Mike, now you get the feed reference. Who's colder than Paul Robeson doing those, leading Othello? Uh, like, hey, Thought, I got to <laughs> tell you, man. Hey, I've been putting, I've been uh, hitting, I've been trolling Mike Smith. He doesn't even know. I've been putting lyrics in the feed. Like every day, I've been dropping, I've been dropping your lines every day in conversations uh -huh, randomly, man. and it's just been over my man's head. For he real? Didn't know you were ah, man, I don't yeah. believe oh. that. I don't believe that. He didn't know. He didn't know. Thought. Thought. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't gotta, know it was a surprise, man. Well, you gotta wait. You gotta understand. You, you got. You gotta understand the context. And Michael Holly, I cannot believe you pulled this off. You gotta understand the context, though. <laughs> and this drives people crazy. There are very few things about this here program that I don't know or that I right. don't weigh in on. Like every, like it's, I'm, I'm, I'm OCD. To a, to a fault. It's a gift and a curse. Right, right. So do you do you know who they told me when we were we were about to interview right now? Do you know no, what they told no. me? <laughs> what they say? They told me they, they told me it was Fletcher Cox from your Eagle. They told me it was Fletcher <laughs> Cox. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like, I mean, this was such a coordinated effort. This is Gary, this is Michael, this is Chica, this is all of you fools kept this from me somehow. And so when the freestyle dropped, I'm like, all right, well, maybe that's just some Philly flavor or maybe, right. maybe, maybe I, I was like, I don't remember a Fletcher Cox reference in that freestyle. I almost memorized that freestyle. Like what's right. going on here? And I'm, and I'm, and I'm borderline getting upset. I'm like, nah, man, we supposed to have Eagles headlines. And Gary told us a lie in my ear right before we started about how we were starting this segment. So man, all I got to say is thank you to everybody for pulling this off and thought it is so good to see you, brother. It is so good to see you. Thank you for coming through. It's good to see you too, man. You know, thank you guys you know for having me. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm. You know, it's it's all that much more exciting now knowing that you had no clue. You None. know, no, they uh, kept me in the dark. They kept me in the dark, man. And you know, uh, I, God, I don't even know where to start with you. All I know is, I, I think I might have texted you the other day, mm. uh, a couple weeks back, because because we we, had, we started the whole show reminiscing yeah. on Philadelphia Half Life, yeah, which was yeah. just celebrated 25 years, and then the other yeah. day. You know what's on Netflix now is Dave Chappelle Block Party. I was watching yeah, it with my crazy. daughter the other night. So that's it's crazy, just, I, I, I'm, Mike, you're going to have to ask some questions because I'm still, I'm still in all of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know, man. You know what? Uh, thanks, thanks for joining, for real. Um, 
and this is this is such a pleasure for us. It's always good to see you, man. It's always good to vibe with you. I'll start with this. Uh, let me just let, let me just let me just brag about you for a second. Um, and, and tell people like we've been we've seen your shows uh, many times. Yeah. And I always tell people I'm just I'm just amazed by uh, the generosity uh, that you've shown to us. I mean, like one of the one of the one of my highlights is that show you did in Rhode Island. And after the show, you said, hey, why don't you come back and check out? Here's a picture of it. You're showing oh, us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're, you're having us listening to. There's a great picture. You're having us listening to uh, Streams of Thought. I think at that point, it may have been volume two. Yeah. So I yeah. wonder, I guess my question is, you know, I know some musicians look at it different ways. Some artists look at it different ways. Some say, hey, you can listen to it when it comes out. Uh, others uh, like you say, hey, check it out. When, when did you get to that point where you said, hey, I'll be open with it and, you know, we, I've, I've always, I've always, I've always used. Uh, I mean, the roots, you know, as a, as a collective, we've always used uh, just uh, the the diverse populace as our sort of uh, litmus test. You know, um, should we continue? Should we not? You know, I mean, should we go on tour? Should we not? Uh, you know, should we? You know, maintain ourselves as a, a band that uh, that is a uh, lot that you uses uh, live instrumentation or, or not and uh, whenever we needed answers to to those questions uh, and, and beyond um we would sort of take it to the streets so it's the same sort of deal it's the idea of uh, a focus group um but I, I guess a not so focus group a group that you know represents uh you know just a broad sort of swath of of the community or of uh you know society or you know the, the you know of, of whatever demo you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I've, I've been big on that. And I've, we've never, uh, uh, you know, surrounded ourselves with um, yes men. You know what I mean? So I'm not like if I play something for you, if I show you something that uh, is still a work in progress, it's uh, it's in hopes that I'm going to get your, you know, sincere, uh, unfiltered, um, you know, reaction and, and uh, you know, or, or advice or, you know, whatever, whatever your critique may be. So. Yeah, we definitely feel that. You talk about the live instrumentation. But uh, I mean, but seen... again, though, you know, it's not like I don't do that for everybody. I do that for people who have a point of a, a solid point of reference. You know what I mean? Like um, folks like yourselves um, who are knowledgeable enough of the of the catalog. You know what I mean? Like to speak to whether or not uh, you know whatever is, is is I'm thinking about coming out with next is going to rise to. You know where we've already set the bar. I don't. It's not like I'm just showing it. You know, showing my music to people because they they like hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, you got. I mean, especially. I mean, like Mike. Uh, you know, every. I, mean, I can't. Between you and Jamel and all all the support that you guys have have uh, you know lent us over the years, and uh, I feel like you've kept our. You've kept the. You've helped definitely helped to keep the Roots brand alive. So uh, oh, yes, yeah, I feel like it's uh, it's it's family at at this point, bro. You know what, uh, thought, I'm wondering this too. You know, I saw a, a New York Times piece, a New York Times magazine piece on, on Quest Love, and he essentially said, you know, he was raised by Soul Train, like a lot of us. Yeah. And so Soul yeah. Train, you yeah. just remember his earliest memories, just sitting down right. and just uh, looking at Soul Train episodes. Right. And it makes sense because of the breadth and depth of the, his musical knowledge. And I'm wondering what it is for you, because you all are able to go so many places. Whether it's Guns and Roses on uh, your concerts, whether it's Earth, Wind, and Fire, 
right. you know, you're, war. Biggie. <laughs> yeah, war. Yeah. I mean, where, where would you say that love, that eclecticism really, really got started for you? Um, for me, it, it started uh, at home and just, you know, in being exposed to, uh, you know, um, just a, a wide range of, of musical influences. You know what I mean? Be it uh, the music uh, that my grandmother listened to, a lot of gospel, um, it, you know, classic gospel, contemporary gospel, um, stuff like that, um, or stuff that my mother was listening to at the time, uh, you know, Cool in the Gang and Stevie Wonder and Ohio Players and, you know, George Benson and all that sort of stuff. But um, there was also just music just around the house, like lots of uh, eight-track uh, cassette tapes of... Uh, you know, doo-wop compilations and Elvis Presley, you know, the, the you know, the greatest hits of Elvis or James Brown or whatever. Um, so I soaked a lot of that up too. And um, I, it made me want to, uh, it, it made me become a performer at, a, at an early age. You know, I was very performative. I'll run out and sing, you know, uh, anything. I mean, but I, I guess with the first music that I, I made myself or that I imitated um, it wasn't hip hop. It was it was it was doo wop, and uh, and and old school like classic rock, classic R and B, which is right on par with Amir's uh, you know upbringing. He essentially grew up um, in a, a doo wop band. His father's a doo wop legend, you know. So um, I think that's that's one of the things that sort of uh, that resonated with both of us and, and, and made us click. I think. Thought I, I thought you know this story because because you were there and I, I've told it uh, so many times. Hell, we've talked about it on the show. You know, I'm fond of telling people about the time when I left the conversation with Melissa Ford in the lobby of the W Hotel in New Orleans to run up and say hello to you. And that's yeah. when we first met. Um, and then, you yeah, know, I, told I, would, you I wouldn't how... have left that conversation now. Like, I, <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm second guessing that a few times. I'd have hollered at you from <laughs> afar. Hey, yo, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but and then I and I told you that you know I I missed organics and I missed do you want more and I got mm -hmm. on watching the box and watching what they do. I'm like, wait, who, what are these right. dudes doing in this video? And from and what they do turned me on to Illadelph Half Life. And honestly, man, it's so cool. And I think we Michael and I told you this. So much of our bond was built listening to the Roots, starting with Illadelph yeah. Half Life. And so 25 years later. Uh, and we we celebrated it on the air uh, that day. Twenty five years later, man, what does that album mean to you, and and your journey uh, as a group or even as an individual? That album in particular, Illadelph. Um, you know, Illadelph represents our um, our arrival. You know, lots of people considered uh, Organics our first album, but it wasn't. It was essentially our demo, and you know, just the world got to hear um, our demo. You know. Um, do you want more was our you know entree in into the game but we were still trying to uh you know find we were still finding ourselves and and defining our ourselves and in our sound and you know what that would be and how we would you know uh you know, sonic just how we would fit into the soundscape of, of you know the the mid 90s and everything that was going on uh on the radio and you know just in the cars that would ride by how was our music going to you know, like fit as a piece in, in, in that puzzle. We were figuring all that out with our first uh, record. And I feel like um, Ill by Illadelph, um, you know, we, we had sort of, you know, we, we were on to something. And I feel like that, you know, that, that represents our, or it marks uh, our arrival, you know? Um, and it's when 
I think our peers began to realize or our peers began to recognize us as uh, uh, more of a force to be reckoned with, you know? And for you, know, you personally, I, I, man, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, I was just going to ask. No, go ahead. Like, go ahead, for, you, per, go ahead. For, you, for you personally, and we reference, uh, you know, the, the, the streams of thought volumes. Um, yeah. love, seven, love seven years on Audible. Um, Thank you, you know, you obviously producing content, whether it's films, you know, obviously a big part of Between the World and Me with Ta-Nehisi Coates. Um, what is it that's allowed you or still allows you to continue to push push boundaries and challenge yourself creatively? Because it's almost as though, you know, you, you've never you never plateaued or you're never satisfied. You're constantly trying to find new horizons and new mountains to climb or just new places to take take yourself as a creator, whether it's in your in your in your rhymes and in, in your in your in your you know your your music or just as a storyteller. Um well I mean I think that's it in a nutshell. I, I I'm I'm a storyteller. And um you know I'm not content in you know, only working in one medium. You know what I mean? Um I'm good. I could stick with something for a while, but I mean after a while you just wanna, you know, dabble in something else. Um to tell a story, a different story, or sometimes the same story in a different way, you know. So um, being able to cross disciplines and you know just you know, go from music to film to you know composing to you know doing something you know theatrical to something in the digital space to, that just keeps it uh you know engaging for me and it, it keeps me able to maintain multiple irons in the fire uh, without you know being bored. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that that's a that's a huge part of it, and then the other part I would say is uh, is just the competition between me and uh, and the brotherhood that is the roots. I'm inspired when I see uh, my bandmates, uh, you know, like reach outside of their comfort zones and you know challenge themselves to do other things and then uh, achieve an an, an accomplishment. Um, it's dope, and it, it just lets me know that uh, you know if I in, invest the time and energy and sacrifice into it, that I'm able to you know, to do some of those same things. So um, I think that's it. Those are, it's, you know, it's two, two prongs. <laughs> you know, Mike is right. It, the, the roots have in a lot of ways been the soundtrack uh, for our relationship. You know, at times, you know, Mike, we, we, we would go like a couple weeks without talking and all of a sudden I drop him a text <laughs> and then sometimes the text would be like, Hey, Hey, I, I'm half master killer, half you, half you master killer. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. it. That's it. And he knows. He's like, okay. And, and then he'll write back something else. He just knows that I'm on it like that. Um, uh, and I'm just wondering because there's so many, there's so many lines of yours, lines, but also information. I mean, I found myself looking mm -hmm. up Kerry James Marshall based off of something mm -hmm. you rhymed about. I'm like, okay, I gotta know more about this. Who's that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's a dope painter. Okay, now I'm looking at his yeah. work. I wonder, just that's just for me, who has no aspirations. I promise you, no aspirations of being an MC. No aspirations, all right? <laughs> but I wonder what you tell these young MCs when they come to you and you have your school of thought. What are you telling them beyond the obvious of, hey, you know, control, you know, breath control, whatever. What are you telling them about content and kind of defining their world? Um, I tell them, you know, the the most important thing, uh, the most valuable thing that you possess as an artist is is your art. Um, you know, as a creative, uh, you know, thinker is your uh, is your your ideas, your intellectual, 
property. And, um, you know, a lesson that I've learned, um, you know, probably the hard way over, over, you know, many years. Um, and, you know, just dealing with, you know, the dynamics of, of many a relationship, um, is that you always want to maintain ownership of what it is that you create, you know? Um, and yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, we're, those of us who are, you know, cut from the, 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 the graduating class of the early nineties, midnight, like we come from a certain era where it was almost like there, there was no way into the industry. There was no way to get what, what you create or to get your music or your art or whatever it is that you want to put out there to the people without the help of that, you know, uh, middleman of, 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 of industry. Um, but, you know, we live in a time, uh, you know, thankfully where uh, that's no longer the case. So you don't have to relinquish that ownership. And that's what I tell young people, you know, um, it's people who, you know, artists who have you know, gone on to do great things and uh, who've gone on to you know, iconic mega stardom status uh, without uh, signing a record deal. You know what I'm saying? So I try and articulate that to, uh, to young people that I'm working with that, you know, getting a deal and, you know, uh, aligning yourself with anyone just for the sake of aligning yourself with them, um, be it uh, an individual or a, uh, you know, an, an entity, a company, whatever, um, you know, don't, just don't, 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 don't rush to, to do that. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, along those lines. So again, nothing, nothing does my heart prouder uh, than when I see featuring black thought. Uh, Cause yeah. then when I'm listening, I got to see if that person can hang with you. I'm like, okay, uh, you want to track with black thought. Let's see what you bring into the table. Cause I know what yeah. thought bring into the table. So I'm, I'm late to this particular party, but I just got on, but probably like in the last year, Michael knows what I'm talking about. Cause around 2020, I got hip to Freddie Gibbs and Alfredo, which oh, yeah. opened me up to the Griselda gang, which opened mm-hmm. me up to Benny the butcher. So yeah. I'm listening to Benny the butcher plugs. I met and I'm like, Oh, he got thought all plugs. I met. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I say all that to say what, what goes into your decision-making when it comes to who you want to collaborate with, who you feel like you can share a track with like how, how do you decide who's who's worthy um, or who you are who like, you're I, impressed in about it you I, that you want to be I, a, on with them i make a decision to collaborate with an artist based on um first and foremost our relationship how do i know you you know what i mean um you know i'm, I'm not big on just being you know artists who are just thrown together uh without already having something um in common you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, if I'm going to work with someone, nine times out of 10, it's, it's out of a, a mutual uh, respect and, and admiration. And, you know, we feel like uh, there's something that we have to offer one another that is going to, uh, you know, build the other person up as an artist and sort of add on, you know, give them something to, to take away from the experience. Um, so, I mean, like that, it, that's in, in the case of, uh, you know, let I me mean, take a, a Benny the Butcher uh, for example. I, my uh, the first person that I corresponded with uh, from that Griselda set was uh, was Conway, and he and I corresponded mm-hmm. for quite yeah. some time. And you know, I thought um, you know he and I would probably wind up working together first, but um, Benny just hit me like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying like I heard you, you know what I mean, rocking my man, my man Conway. I got this joint, you know what I mean? Like we messing with you, you messing with us. Like it's this joint, you might want to jump on." And he sent me this beat, and I had it for close to a year before, I, you know, anything, before I thought of anything, you know, to, to, to go on. And I hit him, and I was like, yo, um, 
it, like, is it too late? And he said, yo, I'm turning to my album, like, uh, this within the next few days or so. So I was able to, you know, record it. Was, that was the last song contributed for that album. And, um, yeah, I feel like it was uh, that. It, it helped to define his record and his, I feel like that record, uh, The Plugs I Met, is Benny the Butcher's uh, Illadelph Half-Life. Like, that was his his arrival. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, you know, it often oftentimes that's the way it works. And, uh, you know, it's already understood that it's somebody that uh, we rock with one another. Um, but then in other cases, it's somebody that I just want to lend a helping hand to. You know what I mean? I want to reach out, you know what I mean, to artists and, uh, and sort of introduce them to maybe an audience that's not already up on them. But it, it works both ways. A, a prime example would be I did the song with Benny. Then I saw Benny was on tour um, doing some dates with uh, this artist named Russ. And I, I didn't know who Russ was. I did some research and found out who Russ was. And I was like, yo, this kid is dope. Um, I sent, you know, sent him a DM, told him that I liked the song that he had done with Benny. And he was like, yo, I'm a huge fan. I got this other thing, this, you know, some ninth wonder joint. Like if it'd be dope if I could get you on it, Benny's on it already. So it'd be me, you and Benny. So that, you know, evolved into this other song where it's now me, Russ and Benny on the record. And then Russ and I have worked together on another joint, you know, since then. Um, but yeah, the day that uh, that that Russ song came out for uh, for Spotify for me was like one of my biggest days of that year. And I did a bunch of stuff last year, but it was you know it it, it was people who were uh, who were Russ's fans that weren't necessarily up on on you know featuring Black Thought. You know what I'm saying? So uh, wow. yeah, it works. It works. It, it works both both ways. Yep. That's dope. Hey, and, and, and we want to be respectful of your time, so I only got one more, yeah. and then I'll, I'll give it to Mike. And we'll let you go. But by oh, the way, okay. I almost almost got myself caught uh, uh, last week because I put I put in the feed. I said, if I'm a walking institution, I'm an HBCU. So I'm Mike HBC. called me after the show. <laughs> I was like, what, what was that about? <laughs> he said, yo. Right. I was like, why you had the that thought line? Why you had that thought line in there? I said, oh man, you know, I was just listening to it. <laughs> I was just listening to it. We've been keeping this show. going for a while, man. Uh, uh, yeah, so he almost called me. Yeah, I was like, no, I can't believe this dude called me out on it. You know, I said, hey, man, I knew we wouldn't get to it. I, I don't miss anything. You know, anything. But that's funny. But, but, no, that's um, dope, but you, but you are, and you say I'm going to use the word artist intentionally because you're talking about musicians. I think I think about what you're doing with Black No More. I know you're going to be a know, off Broadway in December, yeah. all the way through February. Yep, yep. Is there a writer, a playwright? Is there a painter? Is there, you know, somebody outside of music that that you would like to collaborate with as you evolve as an artist? You know, I mean, I'm open to, you know, just collab. I, I want to continue to collaborate with, uh, you know, prestige, uh, legacy um, level uh, artists and creatives, you know, on 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 one hand, you know what I mean. Like I want to continue to collaborate with the artists that I would only be I'm only able to collaborate with because I made it this far, so to speak. You know what I'm saying. But then um, I also want to continue to to keep my ear to the street and just you know to interact with uh, emerging artists um, in in emerging creative spaces and you know not be closed minded. You know what I mean. Um, you know, I feel like uh, the way to, to bring about the most change and to have the most impact and, you know, uh, the best business sense is to, uh, you know, just to maintain multiple irons in the fire. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's that's what I try to do. Listen, man, as you know, from uh, hosting us in your trailer, we could talk yeah. to you all day. 
But we go. But we gonna let you go. And the only, only, the only thing I gotta say, and I want one last quick question on the way out. I promise, quick. Um, both, both of us have said for years, you're the greatest to ever do it. And Michael alluded to it earlier, and I told you that. Michael alluded to it earlier. It's because you gotta constantly rewind and listen to your your verses over and over again. Because not only do you command and manipulate the language, but you're teaching. And I've always <laughs> wondered. When do you, for all the stuff you're writing and creating, when do you find so much time to read? So my last mm-hmm. question is, what are you reading right now that you would recommend? Because it's like, this is like a fucking encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah we, that, we should be reading. Like, what are you reading? Like, I feel like, up. Yeah, I feel like, man, I need to, this is a strategic, this is an opportunity for me to sort of plug something too. I don't know. I'm, do I have a book? Uh, well, I'm not even going to lie, like what I'm actually reading right now and what I've referred to, what I've been, you know, just opening any random page of uh, recently and sort of like putting my finger on it and then saying, I'm going to let this word or this idea inspire, uh, you know, something um, within my process is uh, is Richard Wright, the man who mm. lived underground, which is, uh, Ooh, you know, beautiful. Yeah. Lots of people uh, consider this one of you know, Wright, Wright's most brilliantly crafted uh things um so yeah this is what, what i literally have in my pocket right now uh to read and then i have another book that somebody just gave me um to take home to my daughter um it is uh blackout it's uh it's even even love stories can glow when the lights go it's you know i have a 15 year old daughter so this thing right yeah. here by it's, it's it's a collection of short stories by uh okay. you know brown black and brown women um, you know so mine's yeah. 15 too so that's perfect that's perfect uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll grab that yeah. for my daughter as well listen man we're gonna let yeah. you roll hey uh you use boston round christmas right the usual yeah yeah well you know we usually do that run i hope i'm gonna be able to do it because i'm in uh i'll be in rehearsals for black no more but uh you know i have i haven't heard that it's not that is that is not happening so you now hopefully okay. hopefully we'll be up there you know what I'm saying? Bro, I know we were the in, uh, over the summer. Yeah, we, we, we missed, we missed you. I, think, I, think I was out of the country. But listen, uh, thank you, brother. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank, thank you. you for the time. And we'll, we'll talk on, to you soon. On. Hopefully see yeah, you soon. I hope so, I hope so man. Love. Yeah, yeah brother, appreciate be safe, you, brother. man. Have a good rest of the day. You oh, too. Appreciate t- you. Yeah, I think I will. What did y'all just do? I can't. I need a break. I can't, I, oh my God, I can't believe it. I can, Mike, bruh. I'm throw, I'm throwed off as we, as we used to say in New Orleans. I'm throwed off now. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
Can I ask you one more question on Mac? Um, like, what, what do you, how, how do you want this to be handled? I mean, do you feel like you deserve an apology? Do you feel like he deserves a fine? What do you feel like needs to, like, what do you think should happen? It would be nice to have an apology, <laughs> Mac. It would be nice to have an apology, but, uh, I mean, it's not going to happen. And, um, I mean, however the NFL handles it, it's, it's, it's on them. I would just like to play them again. And uh, I wish all my fellow uh, DN brothers happy hunting. Hey, that's real talk. Um, I'm sitting here looking. Ooh. I still haven't seen a Ooh. fine announce for Mac Jones. So we got to go to our resident quarterback here. Uh, Chris Sims, uh, was Mac Jones's tackle on Brian Burns dirty? And why is your answer yes? Because I know you never did anything like that before. Well, no, I'm going to say no. I'm sorry. My answer is no on this one. Yeah. I mean, again, first off, like, all right, so there's a few things here. I mean, again, it's not perfect. I know it's not traditional to what we see. He got crushed and blindsided by Brian Burns, who's a, a freak of nature stud athlete. He gets crushed into the ground. So you take two shots. You're discombobulated. Like he said, he didn't know who had the ball. He's trying to grab him by his arm, all right? Listen, again, and I'm not trying to call Brian Burns some liar or anything, but anytime I've watched it on film or I watch it, I don't think Mac Jones twisted his leg to make him do a 360 foot. I mean, Mac Jones has three muscles on his body. We, he's, a, he's a walking meme. Like, I don't think he's that strong <laughs> to make him do a pirouette in the air. Like, I think Brian Burns tried to twist himself out of this tackle to go get the ball why mac jones is holding him oh. so like i, I don't look, I, look, I mean look point, i don't look. i don't i don't see him grabbing it and twisting it like it looks like to me more that brian burns twisted it himself trying to get out of the tackle oh. and again yeah it's not traditional but i'm not gonna let here i'm not gonna sit here and go oh i think mac jones is dirty and nor am i gonna agree with like the apology thing that I'm not. I oh, see running backs get oh. tackled. They get tackled like this a lot. Running backs get. That's so right. are we going to start apologizing yeah. to them when they get tackled? Is Brian Burns going to apologize to the next quarterback he hits in the head? Like, come on. That's where I just can't well, get behind it. Well, yeah, maybe I'm, feeling, apology, I'm not feeling the apology, apology. either. Don't well, apologize. Okay, fine with the, Don't fine apologize. with the apology part. And maybe Mac Jones is not dirty, but I'm sorry. That was dirty. And if anybody else does it, we'd say it was dirty. It's an, this is an anti-quarterback stance. But what I will say to you, though, Chris Sims, is this. As many protections are in place for quarterbacks, you can't sniff a quarterback. You can't hit a defensive quarterback. You can't go low on a quarterback. And there are never any excuses that are acceptable. Nobody wants to hear, or oh, he got pushed into the quarterback, or, you know, he, he dove and continued to try to, he lunged at the quarterback to try to make a play. It's don't touch the quarterback. Don't do anything that would compromise the quarterback's health. So when you see a quarterback do something blatant, like grab an ankle, and yeah, he twisted, Chris. It just doesn't sit well with the rest of us. So, okay, if you don't think he should apologize, how do you feel about happy hunting? That that's fair game then. That's hey, fine. Get after no, him. The that, okay, that's cool. fine. Right, cool. That's th listen. I got no problem. That's football. I mean, rubbing is racing. Okay. I'm all for that. And listen, Michael Smith, I'm with you. I mean, nobody. If you listen to my podcast or what I say on Pro Football Talk with Flory all the time, I'm always complaining about the protection the quarterbacks get. It's it's ludicrous. They've gone beyond what the rules were really instated into the game before. Like forcible blows to the head and that. Now it's just like, oh, his pinky touched his cheek. 
15 yards. <laughs> I don't care that your pass protection was bad and your pinky touched him. Whoa. So I hate all that crap. I'm with you there. You know, do I love that play? You know, no, of course I don't. He should have been penalized for holding or something there, certainly. And he might get fined. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it's debatable whether he really, like, twisted it. I, I don't know. I think he's just holding on for dear life, whether he thinks he's got the ball or he's going after the ball. He was doing that. And because it's the quarterback, I think it becomes more of a, a, a hot-button topic. Um, and I certainly don't – I have a lot of respect for Brian Burns, the player. He is underrated okay. kind of superstar on the edge, and I, I don't want him beating the crap out of me if I see him. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, but you know, I, I'll tell you what, Brother Sims, what I have no tolerance for today is Thursday. Somebody say Thursday. Today's Thursday. Um, he gave that, he gave his quote yesterday, Wednesday. Game was on Sunday. Get off that dead horse. Let's move on. You lost 24 <laughs> to 6. It was an insignificant play in the game. He went out of the game. He came back in. He played most of the game. Then he left in the fourth quarter. So, like, this team is full of excuse makers. I know. You know, I I, I don't want to hear that. But this is what I do want to know. I I do want to know because I think uh, the Carolina Panthers, they need a lot of help. And maybe help has come. Help has come today in the person of Cameron Newton. Uh, Do you think Cam Newton has anything left to elevate the Carolina Panthers, because Michael Smith here, your brother, thinks they're about to go on a run. I mean, I would love to see it. They have some pieces on their football team that are elite about their football team. Cam Newton is not as bad as the way it looked after he got COVID with the New England Patriots. He's, he's not that bad. I mean, again, let's think about it. Before he got COVID, he was doing some pretty damn special things, throwing the football and running the football. The one thing I think Cam Newton will do for them, you know, more than anything, when he does get out there and learns the offense and gets used to throwing to these guys a little bit, is, you know, there'll be a little bit more belief, I think, in the team. I mean, I don't know how that locker room the last few weeks can really get behind Sam Darnold. I'm sure they were like, yeah, we believe in you, Sam. And they're like looking out of their corner of the eye like, man, he's been doing some dumb crap lately. I don't know if I do really believe in him, right? So I do think he's got an incredible presence. He's got an incredible leadership and attitude that can kind of rise a team up and their energy up weekly in practice and into the game. And because he's such a stud and what he's done in the league, yeah, guys on that team are going to walk in the field and go, man, Cam's our quarterback. We got a chance today. There's still that effect. I mean, he's still going to be able to run the ball to a degree. I think this is what I worry about. I, the only thing I worry about is this, and Sam Darnold's not been good. I've seen enough, right? That, that I would say, is over for sure in Carolina. But I, I do, and I think I told you guys this last week or the week before, I do worry about their offense. Like, the league has caught on to Joe Brady's offense big time. Interesting. Mm. There's just too many games where I look at it and I go, the defenders are running the routes for the wide receivers. They know what's coming. Last week that happened as well. So that's my concern, but I do think there is something positive about having Cam there for sure. Um, let's go to tonight's game. And a uh, guy that, you know, has taken Cam Newton and he's Cam Newton 2.0 in, in some respects, and that's Lamar Jackson, who uh, is rewriting history um, as we speak right now. I want to make sure I get a couple of, uh, couple of nuggets right about him. Um, no player, no other player in NFL history had 2,000 passing yards and 600 rushing yards over any eight-game span 
the way that Lamar Jackson has to this point. Wow. All right, he's on pace for an NFL record 5,969 <laughs> offensive yards rushing and passing this season. That's that's Madden like, man. That's just that's 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 mind blowing. Um, what are you seeing in terms of the maturation uh, and evolution? of Lamar Jackson this season because right now I know Brady's the betting favorite and he's got the great numbers but given what Lamar has done especially in close situations I'd have to make him my MVP favorite at the halfway point yeah well I mean I think like listen you 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 said it I think him Brady Kyler Murray Matthew Stafford I know Matthew Stafford it wasn't good last week so that's fresh in our memory but to me like those four stand out and are in a class of their own as far as the MVP conversation right now and like Lamar Jackson, to answer your question directly, I, I, I saw some of this last year. I, I, I was trying to say like, listen, yeah, I know they can't, you know, just light up the scoreboard passing the ball every game, but I didn't think the offense was necessarily delivering for him either. You know, they've expanded the passing offense a little bit, and now he's got a few more weapons to throw the ball to as well. But I think the biggest thing and something I've broken down on my podcast kind of early in the year that I noticed right away more than anything and what's made him you know his decision making has just continued to go the right direction but i think the thing mm -hmm. that's made the biggest jump this year is his consistency and accuracy with big throws you know again he's great at throwing sidearm this sidearm that but here look at his base always to throw the ball that's the biggest thing i've seen more than anything this year he really keeps his base wide and underneath his shoulders and that has led to less movement, like that throw right there. It leads to less movement. Before, he used to get his feet together and almost pitch off the, the, the pitcher's mound a little bit. This, so now his release is quicker, there's less moving parts, and it allows him to hit the bullseye you know, at a way more consistent rate. And then, you know, I, I know I'm not saying anything new to you guys, but man, good thing that guy didn't play wide receiver. And also, <laughs> like, good thing... Good thing, like, I want to, you know, first off, I think if Mahomes or Josh Allen or Brady or Rodgers had all these fourth quarter comebacks, man, everybody would be kissing their ass left and right. Oh, my gosh, Word. it's so magical. But for Word. some reason with Lamar Jackson, like, it doesn't get the same attention. And I want to go, like, why? He's he the whole team right now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They're not even they're not good yeah. on defense. Their running game is one of the top in football, but not because of like the running backs and the traditional aspect. Yeah. It's him. It's him scrambling. Yeah. It's the quarterback design runs. I mean, he's baller supreme. And now they got a Rashad Bateman starting to show up. If they can get Sammy Watkins healthy, like yeah. uh, I just can't say enough about the guy, man. He was put on earth to play quarterback, and here he is transforming this team into a another dimension mm. with his right arm. Brother Sims, I'm, I'm about to hit you with the easiest question. It's the final question for me. Easiest question I've hit you with on this show. Very simple. Who's the best team in the NFL? Best team in the NFL is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Arizona Cardinals. It is. It's, it's hard. Like, I've, I've last few weeks, I know I always say they're in the conversation. They're top three. I've kind of gone with the Rams as being the top team in the NFL. But, I, you know, after last week, you know, with what the Rams did and Stafford and how he played and letting the Tennessee Titans off the hook without Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I didn't, I just, I can't put them in front of Arizona. I still think, you know, I think them, the Bucks, and Arizona are, are, you know, the three top tier teams in football, in my opinion, still. 
Um, but yeah, it's hard to fight against the Arizona. You know, I mean, Arizona beat the Rams straight up last week. What they do without Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury's offense. It just has way more answers this year. They have a physical element in the run game. He has more uh, schemes and, and passing concept, concepts than years before. They're not afraid to get into two tight end sets. It's not always, you know, Texas Tech, Red Raider, shootout offensive stuff. And then, you know, they're just, they're super talented on both sides of the ball. And Vance Joseph does a great job and does a lot of creative things on the defensive side of the ball. So it's hard for me not to say Arizona. And their one loss yeah. is a game to Green Bay, I know. It's right but listen, there. They were right if they there. play again, I'm taking Arizona. I mean, they messed that game up. They were more talented yeah. than Green Bay. They just messed it up. So I go with them. Mm-hmm. I hope that was the easy answer you were looking for. That is, that, yeah, that's a great hey. That's a great answer. We appreciate you. We're going to let you go. We got 20 seconds left on the way out. Need to, need to put your scout cap on. I know it's not that time of year, but I know you watched the Carolina skill guys a lot last year. So you got to see a lot of Sam Howell. Sam Howell, Kenny Pickett tonight. Who are you more excited to see and who are you higher on? Have you watched any of them yet? A little bit. Yeah, I'm not a big Kenny Pickett fan. I can say that. First off, he wears a glove on his throwing hand, which is concerning to me. That means you can't throw it that good, all right? And then Howell, good, but he impresses me more than Kenny Pickett. I'll still say the guy that has impressed me the most, just watch the look test, is the old Miss quarterback. To me, when the ball comes out of his hands, a little different than the rest of the group. But uh, I have liked what I've seen from Howell, for sure. Oh, you know I'm always thinking draft. Chris Sims, we appreciate you, brother. Thank I like you. it. See you guys. Peace out. I was supposed to be in the middle. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. We ah. forgot. Oh, next week, next week. All right. See you guys. Be good. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I just want to get this straight. He is not a great player. He is a great story, though. Not a great player, great story. So just for the stories, for my stories, you know, like like your folks used to say, I don't know if, if your grandma, your grandma, or probably auntie, yeah, you gotta watch my young stories. And restless. Yeah, young and restless. Young and restless. All, all my yeah. children, all my we're all my children household. Anyway, um, Odell Beckham is great in the stories. Dude, all I got to say is, oh, happy day. On the same day that my man Cam Newton returns to Carolina, much to the chagrin of Michael Holly to see Cam Newton back in the league, on the same day, my man Odell Beckham, my guy, home team, Odell Beckham goes to the Los Angeles Rams. Oh my God. I know it must hurt Michael. I know it must hurt to watch the rich no, get richer. I'm winning. To watch Matthew Stafford I'm winning. have another target with which to prove people like you wrong. Oh, it always comes back to me and you, Michael. It listen, always comes back to me listen, and you. The Rams. Like a, you know, 
You know why I'm get winning? Get Odell Beckham. The rich get richer, and I love it. I'm here for it. You know why I'm winning? Because we had Black Thought on the show today. We had Black Thought on Brother from Another, and you didn't know did. it was happening. So you can't say anything about Cam Newton, Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, anything, yes, I can. Because he's about now, to flourish. You can say it. You can say it, but I'm just feeling good that we were able to pull it off. We pulled it off. Yes. And he was on the show. Yes. That's great. All that right, was now, a great moment. As far, as far as as far as OBJ is concerned, I stick with it. Even I didn't know he was going to Los Angeles. Even better, it makes sense that he would go to the Rams. I think the Rams have what he's looking for first and foremost, and it's not winning games. First and foremost, he is an entertainer. He wants to be in a big market, the second biggest market in the country, second or third. I think it's second still. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to he wants to be involved uh, and now ooh ooh if I were uh, if I were on one of those shows that I love watching whether it's like uh, uh, law and order or, or Luther shout out Idris Elba uh, I would say wait a minute. It's a great show and crazy crazy, but I would say hold on hold on. So all this thing was orchestrated right Odell It's all orchestrated that you had Odell Beckham senior post this thing LeBron weighs in very oh. uh, smoothly oh, on social okay. media. Hey, Odell, free Odell. He's still wide receiver one. And then he goes out to where LeBron James is and who's who's weighing in immediately. LeBron had that in drafts. Hey, mm. Odell, welcome, mm. my brother. That was all the plan. The plan. Oh, my God. The plan. You, and it you, got nothing to do with football. Ain't oh, got stop. Cool football. stop okay, Damn so for the record, are you for the record, record you stop for what? the record, what? What? for the, the record, record. he had an opportunity. What? He had an opportunity to roll with Russell Wilson. He had an opportunity to roll with Aaron Rodgers, had an opportunity to roll with Patrick Mahomes, and he picked a guy with zero playoff wins. It ain't about there football. There we go. There we go. There it we ain't go. About there we go. You know it ain't what? About you football. know what, Michael? You can always count on the hater in you to reveal himself before it's all said and done. All reveal. your takes are rooted in hatred. Hate, at least you're consistent. At least you're consistent. I'll give you that. All of them rooted in hatred. It all comes back to you love. wanting to be right. It's all love. But man, you are so I don't need to be consistently right. wrong. Oh my God. I don't need to be but right. I'll tell you what you are. I'll tell you what you are right about. It was a great story. What? Watching this thing play out on social media was fascinating. In case you missed it, okay? This went from uh, initially a Schefter tweet saying, Odell Beckham is a Ram. Okay, so that's where it starts, right? But then um, Kim Jones says he's on the fence between the Rams and the Packers according to Odell. That's what he told Kim Jones, right? So the Rams post that they've agreed to terms and they sent out the notification, but then apparently the page couldn't be found and two sources told uh, Jonathan Rodriguez that uh, Odell Beckham had finalized with the Rams and it had come down to the Rams and the Packers and the Rams posted on their on their website a few minutes, minutes ago, but removed it obviously. But Schefter kept going with it. Josina Anderson chimed in with he's on the fence with his decision as of that minute. And our boy Charles Robinson capped it off very well by saying this all feels very on brand. So there you go, Michael, with the entertainer point. But Shepard yep. kept with it, and there's Von Miller on his stories saying, let's chase, let's this, chase ring, this ring, family. Let's chase this chase ring. It. And finally, Odell put the word out through Kim Jones that, hey, 
It's the Rams. Okay, so it became confirmed and the Rams put it out there. As you mentioned, LeBron said, welcome to LA, the whole thing. It, it was just it was just madness. It was madness. All right. So this is why you're full of shit. Okay. <laughs> and, and I mean that in the, <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Okay. To sit up here and say it's not about football. Michael, he joins just because one of the best teams in the league and before they got curb stomped by Tennessee, a lot of people had them as the best team in the league just because one of the best teams in the league happens to be happens located to in Los be. Angeles. I knew it. Happens just, to be located in Los Angeles. It's a coincidence. Yeah, it just happens hey, to be. No, it just happened to be in I LA. call it that, the know. best of both worlds. I call it the best of both worlds. Okay. And because the Rams have built an organization and an infrastructure that is attractive to players like Von Miller and now Odell Beckham. Hey, you, you play the hand you're dealt and they're in Los Angeles and the entertainment capital of the world happens to be a great right. recruiter as opposed to no disrespect Green Bay, Wisconsin. I told you you can go to New Orleans in the offseason and I know what Matthew Stafford has not done so far in his career spending Detroit. But that ain't got nothing to do with what he's doing this year and what he's now capable of doing with Robert Woods. Cooper Cup, aka White Jerry Rice, okay. Yeah. Van Jefferson, and now Odell Beckham. Are you kidding me? With with Sean McVay calling plays, okay. I don't care. Yeah. That that is all football. With a defense on the other side that's got Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, and Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. All football reasons make this the right call. The only reason more people weren't talking about the Rams is because they didn't seem to have a glaring need for a guy who is wide receiver two or three. You know, Robert Woods is, is pretty damn good. So for a right. third wide receiver, nobody thought the Rams needed as much as the Packers needed somebody opposite Adams or the Chiefs needed somebody opposite Hill or the Saints needed somebody. This was a brilliant move on the part of Odell Beckham to join an already explosive offense that is destined to go deep in the playoffs. You have a defense and now he does not have to be the guy. Odell Beckham going to be feasting. He's going to be feasting on number two or three cornerbacks with single coverage. Oh my God. With Sean McVay calling up. Please. Let me ask you. This is brilliant. Stop hating. It sounds good. You just don't want Matthew Stafford to You don't want him to succeed. You don't want to see Matthew Stafford be great. Your your dumb dome things. team take is at risk. You don't want to see a dome team succeed. That's what this is about. This is a phenomenal team. move for all parties involved. Let me ask. So far, say the dome. Let me ask you this. So far, say the dome. This sounds it? good. Did I miss something? No, it's not a dome. No, that's a gym. What is I it? I thought it was too. Jim Trotter what said not exactly. Not exactly. Okay. He said it's, it's, got, it's got okay. a covering. It's got a covering. Oh, okay, whatever. He, he didn't say it was like a. You just don't yeah, want Matthew anyway. Stafford to be great, and that's about to blow up in your right. face. Thanks to this. It's All right, let me, let me just let me just go what over a day. Let me just go over a couple. Great things. move, OBJ. Let me go over a couple of things. Uh, a couple of things, and you know, and, and, and the staff. We got a great staff. Uh, I don't want you know Wyatt, Kaylee. I, I don't want to put you guys on the spot. If this is possible, you know, before the end of the show, let's do it. If not, you know, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it tomorrow. All these things you say about the LA Rams. And then all the great names we have on defense. Can we, can we find what their rankings are? I know it's what their names great. are. I know what their names are. So I don't want to hear about the names. It hasn't been great. I don't want to hear about the names. No, no, stop. No, no, stop. It hasn't been great. No, no, no. You're right. Okay. It hasn't been great. So, You're right. You're right. right about that. No, no. We're gonna Raheem find Moore's out. First year. We're gonna find They're out. They're not the don't number one defense they were last year. Don't try to. No, no, no. I'm saying. No, I'm saying you're right. I want your excuses. No, I'm saying it's a good point. I'm saying it's a good point. No, but I want, I want specifics. Not. It ain't been great. 
I want to see it, and I want you to see it. I want you I to want bleep to, and I want to say it. I want the, you to acknowledge it. <laughs> okay. Off the top of my head, going into the game on Sunday night, middle of the pack. I believe 21st, I believe they were in yards per game Even or something to that worse. effect. Okay. Right. Points per game, they were better. I remember hearing it. They have not been dominant, right. not like last year. But Miller. they don't have. Well, okay, Ooh, that's why you add a Von got, Miller. We got That's Aaron why you add a Von Donald. Miller. We got this Jaylen is so Ramsey. on brand. You want to talk I, about I, on brand? I, this is on brand for Les Snead. Les Snead, I said this right, when they, I yeah. said this when they traded the two and the three for Von Miller. Les Snead general managers as if every day is fourth and short. They are going for it. They are leaving nothing to chance, and they're not sitting up here saying, "Yeah, we're all set with White Rice and 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 Robert Woods and 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 uh, and Van Jefferson at wide receiver." We're going to add Odell freaking Beckham Jr. That's how a team that's serious about winning does it. Yes, and just like when LeBron went to L.A., a Give lot of people him. were like, oh, LeBron, he's just going out there to make movies. He's just going out there to do Space Jam. He is going out there to be an entertainer. He ain't serious well, about basketball. And he won a championship. You can do both. Odell may be an right. entertainer, and he may be attracted to L.A., and he may want to kick it with LeBron. But you know what? When he'll be kicking with LeBron? After February, because he'll be busy. And, and, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Can I just say this? You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm always interested in people. They, they tell on themselves. I'm always interested in uh -oh. people. Did I tell on who, myself? <laughs> wait, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You one of them. You one of them. Did I? You one what, of I, them. What, I, what did I say? So, what did I say? I'm always interested in people. When you criticize what they're doing, they turn around and say, you hating. No, I'm just telling you the truth, and it's got to be hating. So I, am I hating on? Wait, wait, no, no, no. Okay. Did I make up? Did I did I create Matthew Stafford's postseason <laughs> record? Did I create it? Did, am I lying? Am I, oh, so I'm lying now. So now I'm lying. Oh, so I'm lying. Okay. That's not that's not what you right. said. That's not what that's not what you said. <laughs> that's, that's, so Matthew Stafford, what's his postseason record? I, it's not my fault. It's not my fault that he's got the postseason record that he does. And so hey, Odell Beckham Jr., what's his postseason record? I didn't create that. So I'm just hey. looking at what what exists. And I'm calling it out. And when you call out what exists, record and people don't want to hear it. They say you. How hate many fellas have you called? Hate. No, it's not. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. As I used to say once upon a time, numbers never lie. I know what Matthew Stafford was in Detroit. I know what Obe Beckham hasn't been in New York or 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 Cleveland. And that's a championship player. But what I do know is. From the beginning, the reason I say you're hating, Michael, is because I get to sit okay. up here every day across from you. There's somebody right now that's going to watch that, seeing this right now, they're going to watch this video, and they don't remember every conversation that we've had since the Rams traded two ones and Jared Goff from to Detroit for Matthew Stafford. You ripped that trade on some asinine stuff about dome teams. Don't yes, you I don't did. remember that you didn't like I don't you didn't like that. Matthew Stafford and you got some precious attachment it. to draft picks. I was there. I got the receipts. You ripped that trade. So you never liked yeah. the Stafford trade the whole time. You thought Jared Goff got a raw deal and that Sean McVay is overrated and didn't appreciate what Jared Goff did to get no, the no, Rams no, 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 no. to a Super okay, Bowl. Now, now, here we go. No, 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 I did rip the trade. I did mm -hmm. say I was rooting for Jared Goff and, and mm -hmm. that Sean, Mc, uh, Sean McVay was ungrateful.
But I never mm-hmm. said he was overrated. I never said McVay was overrated. Okay. I never said that because okay, fine. the numbers fine. don't back that I might be confusing him with, I might be confusing him with, I'm confusing him with Kyle okay. Shanahan. That's my bad. My bad. Yes. My bad. I'm confusing yes. him with Kyle Shanahan. I did okay. say that. So, okay. So, could spin it forward. You've never given this team the respect it deserves. And then on top of that, That's for right. the last week, you have been talking about how overrated at this point Odell Beckham is. That he's not a he's difference a maker. He's a good player. Okay, fine. You said you said he was in the top Number sixty like, wide receivers. You said he was in the top 60, 70, wide receivers. Maybe not. And top sixty might be going to. That's too generous. That's too generous. Okay. He might be. Oh, there we go. Be, so what? Maybe I, top So what I'm doing is he's I'm taking everything you said. And top one hundred, right? That's Look pretty at, good. No, there are a lot of okay, receivers. Not in my book. That, that, okay, so now there you go. Thank you. Thank you. So now I'm taking everything you said about all the parties involved, whether it's Matthew Stafford, the Rams as an organization, and Odell Beckham, and I've used all this evidence, just like you did. I've used all this evidence from you to say that you're just mad. You hating because you don't want to see them flourish. And I'm here to tell you, they about to flourish in LA. Okay. They about so, to oh, be there. And we're going to see them at the Super Bowl. We gonna see him. No, okay. I still got the box. There it I still is. The box. That's what I'm I want. I'm not coming off my pick. That's what I want. I'm not coming off my pick. I'm not coming off my pick. But I wouldn't mind seeing him, just so you have to eat it all oh. Super Bowl week. Just so oh, you have to eat man, it. Man, you hey, were just right so you there. Have to eat it. You no, were right well, no, there. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I picked the Bucks in the preseason. I'm not gonna jump off that. Hey, now. man, like we're not gonna jump off that now. We was, we was about to go to the amusement I, park, and, no, and, and then no. and then the, then the folks said, "Well, if 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 we can, if we can pull it off, hey, we're going to the amusement park. Well, well, you know, we'll see. I wouldn't mind it." As my yeah, as my like, dad used to say, we'll 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 see. No, it's like I I, yeah. I picked the Bucks, but I'm rooting for the Rams. Why, Michael? You know the answer. Why am I rooting for the Rams? Because I'm rooting against you. Because because okay. I because I, I want you to have to eat your words. I yeah, I will That's eat my words, but see see Happy both things can be Beckham. true. You got to know this. You got to know this. I'm gonna be entertained. I'm going to be entertained regardless, so I can't eat my words and still have a good time. So that's what that's what the hating thing doesn't really match up, because I will say, "Oh, I got that wrong." Pie in the face, all that stuff. Go ahead, roast me, drag me, all that. But I'm still going to have fun watching the Super Bowl, whether the Rams are in it, whether the Packers are in it, or the Buccaneers taking on the. Tennessee we can agree Packers. on this, though. We can agree on, on February thirteenth. We could. So fine. We could agree. We get a girl. Okay, listen. All shade aside, all shade aside, all Southern California entertainment capital. This was a fix was in, and if it was, well played uh, with LeBron. He just wanted to be near LeBron. All that kind of stuff aside. Yeah, you could acknowledge that, even though he didn't pick the Packers, even though he didn't pick the Chiefs, he didn't go home to New Orleans. I didn't go wherever. This is a good fit because he doesn't have to be the man. And like I've been saying all along, yeah, he, this, the last thing he needs right now is to be the man. He needs to be real, be righteous, and be relevant. Ooh, nice. And, and have his resume and his reputation restored Ooh. by being a part of a winning organization. Give me another R. Winning you got the alliteration I, I, I going. Give me one more R. Oh, I know, right? I wanted the Ravens yeah. for that reason, but I'll take the Rams. I was all. I was, you I say it's a good fit. All right, you say it's a good fit because he doesn't need to be the man. My question is, does he need to be the man? Does he say that to himself? Like on the outside looking he in, wouldn't right. there. If I, he wouldn't have gone there. If I'm just looking at to. it, he wouldn't have gone there. Unless he thinks he is. Unless he thinks he is. 
Like, oh, come on. It, it, like, because you can do it this way. You know how some people are. Wait a minute. If Cooper Cup can do that in that office, wow. Well, yeah. See? Stop <laughs> if, projecting. If he could do that. Oh, see. I'm, look saying, at that. I, see? I'm not projecting. I'm not projecting. Yeah, you I'm are. Saying, yeah, I, you are. Is no. he at, yeah, you are. I'm wondering. I asked the question. You know why you're wondering? Does this he is what you're doing. That's a, that's a hater spirit talking. So you're taking hater, that hater, hater spirit and you're once projecting again, that on Odell, see, saying, well, if Cooper Cup could do that, then that's what you're doing. Repent, people, Michael. And when people this, don't want to be that's held. That's the theme of today's show. That's I'm the theme of today's show. I'm going to start using that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that at home. When I don't want to be held accountable, <laughs> and, oh, oh, honey, you hate me. You hate me. No, 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 no. Trash out. no, that's canceled. No, 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 trash. Michael. Oh, no, you no, hate. no, no, that's canceled. That's canceled. When you don't want to be held accountable, you're being canceled. No, it's not. You got to find something else. Yes. Yeah. It's not both. Hating. It's canceled. both. Canceled. <laughs> Odell in L.A. Oh, what a happy day. Cam's home and Odell's in L.A. I love it. I love the fit. I can't wait to see how it turns out. It's good. They both won the press conferences. We got two press conference wins. Unfortunately, there are games to play now. There are games to play. Let's see how the games look. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. ready for those moments. I believe every shot that I take uh, has a chance to go in and you have to have that mentality if you want to be successful at this level with other elite athletes. So um, yeah, I was just ready. I was ready for it. And plus there was you know, some hecklers during the game talking to me. So I had to, it was their fault really. It was their fault. <laughs> well, we saw you turn from our vantage point. We couldn't hear yeah, that was to them. Were... Yeah, that was to them. Yeah, they had a sign. They had a sign up that said, uh, uh, Le- "LeBron won uh, Kuzma his ring." And uh, you know, I, I said, uh, you know, without LeBron, Cleveland wouldn't be. Shit. So, um, you know, they 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 chose violence, and I just kept going. So, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Cool. Just to be clear, would you say they didn't touch your... Not violence, but, you know, they were just talking too much. (laughs) The fact that they had to be explained (laughs) is hilarious. Uh, Hey, Vinny, the last time... (laughs) Vinny Goodwill uh, needs no introduction around these parts, but Yahoo Sports, NBA insider and expert. Um, I I seem to recall the last time I asked you about whether or not the Washington Wizards were an illusion, you chose violence, if you will, and, and recited the Wizards' history. Uh, look, man, they're number one in the, in the Eastern Conference at 8-3. Those acquisitions from L.A., Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, the addition of Spencer Dinwiddie, like, they, they, come on, man, you can't sit up here and tell me that they're not legit and they have to be taken seriously in this conference. Don't tell me that again, not after what you've seen since last week. Historically, the Washington Wizards have been as reliable as Lauren Hill's attendance at her own concert. Buy at your own peril, right? But, but, but 
with new coach Wes Unsell Jr. And you're right. They have the Laker rejects, the Kyle Kuzmas, Monteris Harrell, uh, Kentavious Caldwell Pope, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. I'm actually writing a piece right now that's calling them one of the three biggest surprises in the NBA. I don't know if it's sustainable to the point that they're going to stay at the top of the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee's going to get right. Brooklyn is getting themselves right. Who knows about Philadelphia and Miami? They're going to be a tough out. Now, Michael Smith, you are about the same yes. age and the same general age as me. The Washington Wizards, Bullets, whatever you want to call them, ain't been worth mm-hmm. a good damn since we've been alive. So if you're going to say to me on Al Gore's internet, on Al Green's phone lines, that I'm going to expect the Washington Wizards to be a 50-win team when I've never seen that in all of my days. Since playoff expansion, they've never won 50 games. Playoff expansion what happened to- over 36 years ago. I, look, what I'm does from that have Detroit. to do with this current iteration? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I'm from New I'm Orleans. From- I know futility. Exactly. See, so hey, I, don't, hey. I, I believe in ish when ish happens. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Vinny. Okay. Vinny. You got to understand, you got to understand, Michael Smith doesn't believe in these generational curses in any sport. And I'm with you. It's the Wizards. It's in the walls with the Wizards. It's in the walls with the Cincinnati Bengals. He don't believe it, though. He don't believe it. <laughs> so you can't help him. You can't help him. Now, uh, let's talk about this Eastern Conference, though, Vinny, because as you mentioned, hey, the Bucks and, and, and the, and the uh, uh, you know, a lot of teams, really. Uh, Brooklyn, the Nets, like a lot of teams are going to get going to get right. But let's just assume for a second that Kyrie doesn't come back to Brooklyn. As you look at this Eastern Conference and all these worthy teams, who impresses you the most? If, if you look at it, hey, this is the best team. This is going to be the best team in a month. Who's it going to be? If we're saying a month, if we're not saying to this day right now, if we're saying a month, I can't believe I'm sitting up somewhere and telling y'all this. I'm impressed by the Philadelphia 76ers. With all wow. the things that they've yeah. had to deal with. Yes, I know the Lord shall strike me down because I am not a fan of anything that they do or how they kick it. I like Doc Rivers. I don't know if I like anything else they got going. But they have performed like a team without distraction. It's like Joel Embiid, yes, he's out with COVID, and that's going to be a problem. But Tobias Harris has been out. We all know about the Ben Simmons drama. But they have played extremely well. Do I think they'll be the best team in six months or seven months? Of course not. That's probably going to be the Brooklyn Nets even without Kyrie Irving, when you have the best player in basketball and you have 70% of what James Harden used to be, I think that's the still the Brooklyn Nets with maybe a little bit more grit, a little bit of a different iteration than what they've wanted to be. Yeah, but for in the honor of Gary Carter, you know, the great producer there, the Washington Wizards, our team can't get right. That's what they've been. That's what they are. So I will say that the teams that I will, I'm most impressed with are the Chicago Bulls, and I will be impressed with the Brooklyn Nets a month from now. Western Conference, uh, the flip side of that uh, Wizards trade with the Lakers. It feels like overtime is, uh, is right where the Lakers want the opposition, at least so far. You know, they're, they're, they're barely above water. I think they've got three overtime wins already this year, but the Blazers destroyed them, and they've responded uh, with a couple of wins since then. I know they're still figuring it out. They don't have all their pieces, but what are you seeing from the Lakers that encourages you or not? Maybe you're still just as discouraged uh, as we you were the last time we talked to you uh, that encourages you that they, they might be able to figure this out in the meantime, kind of, you know, hold down the fort and figure it out in the long run. 
I mean, you tell me if you want to depend on Russell Westbrook taking jumpers to win you games. I mean, go ahead and win on the diet like that because I've seen those movies plenty of times, and those movies usually don't wind up with happy endings. But it worked for them last night. And Anthony Davis seems like a guy who seems to be comfortable playing center, who seems to be comfortable sort of taking the matchups on a night-to-night basis and being aggressive and being a tone setter. That, to me, is more important than whatever Russell Westbrook's role is going to be or even LeBron James's health. Because as we know, I know Michael Holly is a member of LeBron Hive. He's probably a member of Scottie Pippen Hive and everything else that says that LeBron is the greatest player <laughs> walking and everything yesterday. else. <laughs> he wasn't until yesterday. He wasn't until yesterday, right? Yeah, yesterday was, was oh, the last you, straw for him. Yeah. This guy, that, Scott. It, this guy, Scott, it, it, is the, getting to me it, now. It, it, the, the last particle of your head went off, and now you are completely bald with Scottie Pippen. I got you. No, I think Anthony Davis taking the mantle of being the best player on this team and forming this team in his image mm. is the only way that this Lakers team can win. Not to your boy, Scotty. I wish I had my Jordan 10s up here so I could have them and do that famous Scotty moment where he, you know, pointed to the Jordan logo and yeah. said, Michael, come, come back. back. Yeah. He's come back. Yeah. And now he's sitting up somewhere saying, you know, man, you know, I was the greatest of all time. Y'all, y'all, need, to, y'all uh. need to help me help y'all. Help me help y'all, please. Can, can make this make sense hey. to me. I, I, don't, I don't know if this team is the greatest of all time that I'm about to ask you about. But I'm, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay here all season long. I know Mike Smith. You called a long time ago. The Golden State Warriors. Oh, they cold, man. They cold, Vinny. I love watching them. I love it. Can we just anoint them right now? Can we anoint them as a team to beat in the league? Can we just say it and get this over with? Uh, anoint them with the light skin holy water? No, no, no. You can keep that to yourself, right? But they've been extremely one show, just one. impressive. Just one yes, show. extremely just one. Just one. impressive. I know. I know, Michael. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was but, Andrew Wiggins but, uh, last night. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Okay. It was. It was. It was. Are you Andrew, happy? It was. It was. It was. It was Andrew Wiggins last night. No, you know. You know what it is. It's. It impresses me is the fact that this team is winning without Steph having to score 50. And I know he scored 50 against Atlanta, but he didn't need to score 50, you know, for them to win. And they added an element of athleticism in Gary Payton the second that they didn't even have when they were winning championships. They're deep. They're doing this without Klay Thompson Hmm. and those rookies that they've invested in. They've had an easy schedule. I will grant you guys that. And it's home late. They've They've had eight home games. They've only lost one game, which was to Memphis. The question I have for them is, when the games get late and you need someone to create his own shot, who besides Stephen Curry, and I don't even know if Steph is even a supreme shot creator as much as he just is a shot maker, who on that team is going to be creating shots when de- defenses really get tight? But to this point, at 10-1 and 1, with a Western Conference that does not look good at all, sure, mm. I can go and hang out in San Ooh. Francisco in June during the finals. I got no problem with that. All right, man. Hey, before we let you go, um, and and right, and you are on pace. You're scoring 40 points in, in 30 minutes yourself right now. Um, I remember we had you on, and you were so uh, disappointed in Cam Newton and how it played out in New England. I came in. Uh, I, I caught the Holy Ghost today. So happy yes, to see Cam Newton return to Carolina. Vinny, could you please tell Michael Holly that Cam Newton? is about to show out 
uh, with the with the supporting cast that he got in Carolina. I know you you with me on that, right? I'm with you oh. when you're right, but I don't know if you're right. I don't know if you're right here. <laughs> like I don't know. Fine. I don't you know what don't Cam need, Newton has left. You ain't a believer I either. I don't need you to be a believer. My, I, I got enough. Hey, listen. Hey, you know why? You know why we're not believers? It's the preacher's fault. You ain't preaching good enough. You preach good enough? I give it up. I walk down the aisle. I walk down the aisle and go to the altar. Yes, yes. All right. All but you ain't preaching. I'll get back it's in your the fault. lab. He, he I'll preach, get back he's in the preaching, lab. He's, he's preaching like a, a brown-skinned man. See, that's not a light-skinned joke. You need to get more light-skinned than you. Like, you, need, you know what I mean? Get a little more light-skinned. Get a little more sweat coming down the bead. Vibe, you know what I mean? We need, we need, we need vibe, to, we need to vibe, see bro, you man. feel it. Bye, bro, man. Go back to your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Let me just let me just get this get this out the way real quick. Then I want to talk to you about Black Thought. Like, you know, we got that graphic. We, we did get that graphic about the Rams. Your precious Rams going to the Super Bowl, kind of, sort of. You weren't even hardcore on that take. Uh, here's the stats. Here's the stats the super team. Of, of their defensive rankings. We got it right there. You see it on the screen? Oh, okay. You see it on the screen? Here's the stats. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 12. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. 12. All right. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable defense. Uh, they're not unbelievable. That's your big but I tell you who is unbelievable. Huh? That's your big joker? That, that graphic is your big joker? Hey, I'm just telling you. That's a jack. That's a jack of spades. So what? Okay, so you, it's hey, thing yards you per hype, game around loud. You so hyping what? up you hyping up something that ain't worth hyping, but I'll tell you what is worth hyping. Black Thought was on brother from another today. Today, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, man. just yeah. give me some give me some per as as uh as as Thought would say. I'm trying to jump, drop some jewelries. Okay. Hey, give give me some jewelries from this, man. Like what Give me some thoughts, some observations, some feelings. Where, where you at? Where you, where you I'll at? Just go, I'll, just, I'll just go feel uh, appreciative. Appreciative. I mean, um, I, again, I can't. I'm so. I'm, I'm saying I'm making it about me because you were in on it. So I'm thankful for you, Gary, Chica, the whole group that y'all surprised. It was a, a hell of a surprise. Like, you know, it's not my birthday. It ain't Christmas yet. Like, I just feel I, I'm blessed. And I'm like, wow, that was so cool. Like, I know the regards you hold it, man. So it's not just me, but just to listen. I can listen to that man talk all day. He means the world to me. Yeah, and man. I, that's the second time somebody surprised me with him, and both times have been right on the money. Right? I, 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 I hey, almost man, cried. I almost started crying because I was touched. All right, we want to see tears next time. We want to see tears for all this effort, man. We doing all this, all this uh, subterfuge in the group chat, talking about people who ain't gonna be on the show. <laughs> I mean, shout out to I Fletcher Cox, wherever you at. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.